Welcome to Nunia Business Podcast, Episode 25, Rooftop Prince Part 1, with your hosts, Becca and Megan. Well, we have some serious things we want to reassess today. Thanks to our wonderful listeners, we have seen the way in many aspects of life, and we want to say thank you. Megan writes some realistic fan fictions for the over 30 crowd, and we end the show with a K-drama rom-com Mad Lib. If only we could get this show greenlit. And as requested by some of our listeners, we dig into the first half of the drama Rooftop Prince. Get ready to hate Sena all over again and simultaneously marvel at her never-ending collection of fancy blazers. That's what you're in for today on Nunia Business. Okay. Hello. Test, test, one, two. Was Megan's, that me at the bottom? Was that me at Megan's the bottom? Megan's tiny voice. <laughs> <laughs> Fraser Crane here. Fraser Crane speaking. <laughs> <laughs> all right we have to jump in because i have a serious let's reassess oh i do too okay you go first because i gotta look mine up well i feel really me. guilty that i didn't say it last week okay in our podcast i can't even remember what the topic was seven days ago it was in the previous episode i had said i didn't understand the appeal of men with suckers <laughs> guys <laughs> And most controversial thing that's ever been said on this podcast. You listeners really stepped up to the plate. Yeah. And bombarded me in the best way possible with examples of it done right. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say, she is like a new woman. (laughs) I totally get the appeal of grown men eating suckers. I've been converted. It's, I mean, I still, if you ask me to talk to somebody who's not a, like a K-pop fan, if you're like, explain to them why it's sexy. <laughs> I don't know if I could. <laughs> All I know is, yeah, it's, it works. There was a couple emails in particular mm-hmm. with several very good GIF sets. Photo GIF. Of of BTS members eating suckers. And she I was says like, members, she means I mean, sugar. Youngie and Jimin. And Jimin. Jimin. Yeah. Jimin knows what he's doing with the sucker. Well, because that's because Jimin's perfect. Yes. And uh, so I just wanted to say. Jimin knows what I'm he's admitting. doing with a sucker. <laughs> I'm admitting I was wrong. I'm an ENFJ and yep. I was still wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm admitting my faults. The only time that's ever happened. So I'm really sorry, guys. I messed up. Fine. Suckers are sexy. Um, Take I, it. I feel like. On that note, I also need to apologize because I think I wasn't clear about Park So June. Oh. When I said that I wanted Choice Yuan to get the girl and she was pretty over Park So June, this is just an example for she was pretty. Yes. Because we have a lot of Park So June lovers. I count myself among them. All right. This is actually, did you have more? I cut you off. As no, no. Way. I'm just saying that you're, you're sucker nonsense. <laughs> I was wrong. Reminded me. Oh, wait. Quick question about the suckers. (laughs) Yes. Did that conversation also just desperately make you want a sucker? Because I'm not kidding you. I just wanted a sucker after we had that conversation. Yes. Absolutely. I feel like that's not a candy I'm ever like, you know what sounds great? Maybe that's why (laughs) grown men eating suckers is so weird. It's because I feel like in real life, how often do you see somebody who's like, you know, I could go for a sucker. (laughs) I could just... I just could go for some hard sugar. In the middle of shopping, like, guys, hey, do you want to stop? Maybe go get a sucker real quick. Let's, let's go see if we can track down a sucker. 
maybe there's just a better selection of suckers internationally than there are in the United States. <laughs> the eye suckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you get really good suckers some places. And here, all we get for suckers are like dum-dums. Well, I... Not, I, not, I like a dum-dum, I'm but... I'm not judging any suckers. A, any you, suckers you can't that they anymore. want to eat now, They're, I'm fully on board yes. with. I would like someone to send in recommendations of delicious suckers, though. Because Let's see if we can get a recommendation I want for a good, good sucker. <laughs> I actually have a nice segue. So, guys, I got a job. Yay! Finally. And I'm really excited about it. It's a huge step up for mm-hmm. me, and um, I'm looking forward to it. I start Thursday. And Megan came over tonight and gave me this beautiful package that I can... With full of goodies that I can put on my desk, including a BTS coffee mug mm-hmm. filled with suckers. <laughs> because I'm a thoughtful person. And she said, now you can uh, get your sucker <laughs> fixed now Because now you're going to want it. You're going to be thinking about it. And, and she gonna... also found me a Minyoungi-only calendar. I'm still shocked myself. I don't know how you found this. I don't either. You know, before it even came in the mail, I was still questioning whether or not it was actually all sugar all the time. It's but all it is. Sugar, it's all, all sugar. The time. And it came with like these amazing I called like, them so many <laughs> I, I called them senior pictures. They and, like, do look like little senior pictures. Wallet size photos of every member. So it's kind of, and, like there's like fifty of them. There's so many. So we were like kind of divvying them them. I was telling her she's gonna tell her coworker, like put them in her wallet and say to her coworker, like, Oh, here are my kids. Here's J Hope. This is our M. They're like, are they your friends? Yes. Yes. Close We're personal very friends. Very close friends. Um, but yeah, then I had one more thing that I just felt like we had to get out right now, mm-hmm. which is for the first time ever, this is a Park Seo Joon reference from what you're talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Did I say his name right? Yeah. Park Seo Joon? Yeah. Park Seo Joon. If I'm saying it right. Um, Megan and I are watching <gasps> yes. the same show. We I don't know, besides Reply 1988, this might be the only, if we've well, ever watched the same we, show at the same time. We overlapped a little on the best hit. Yes, we did. But it was not like this where we're both at the beginning. of Like, I was like almost done and you started it. We're, but what episode are you? I don't know. I'm on episode two. Oh, I, I, episode five. Well, I can catch up. Still. We are never watching the same show. We this did not plan happens. this. Nope. This just, everybody started flooding our mm-hmm. Twitter feed again. Um defending Park So Soojun and, and she was pretty and saying mm-hmm. that he was a great lead and hey guys no hard feelings yeah we get How, it you're, whatever floats your boat floats your boat we're not judging you at no. all that's great yeah um and- but I was thinking man I just always have gotten like so so vibes from him because he was in Kill Me Heal Me which I loved and I, and I think I told you I preferred him in Kill Me Heal Me Heal- how dare you How Kill, dare I know you I'm sorry I'm sorry sorry G-Sung I well, was second I male lead like, on that that super cute brother but again like hands off he's yeah, her brother this will never happen wait there was he really her brother no they, I thought they there were was raised as brother and that's sister what I okay, okay yeah still that's complicated and so and then also in um yeah she was pretty he was, I, I just got so, so fun. really That's, like C1. Guys, it's because no matter how many times I've told her, <laughs> Becca still hasn't watched Witch's Romance. Okay, so this brings me to everybody this week on Twitter was like, oh no, Park So June, Park So June. And I was like, all right, I gotta watch a Park So June show then. Yeah. So it was between Witch's Romance and Fight. Is it Fight My Way? Yes. Fight My Way is what it's called. It, that's my what we're watching. Fever, yeah. Yes, did we say that? That's what we're overlapping Did we say on. That? We're watching Fight My Way. <laughs> and. Um, but we had so many listeners recommend Fight My Way 
that I was like, okay, I'm going to dig into this. Well, now I'm getting emails like, if you thought he was good in that, wait till you watch Witch's Romance. So I'm all in. So I'm all in. I have watched Witch's Romance. So I do think Park So June is the best. I love him. I'm just saying. And she was pretty. <laughs> I just, the character was not for me. If you put Siwon and Park So June next to each other as humans, like just dudes I want to go on a date with, I would probably pick Park So June. I don't know. It'd be hard. <laughs> but probably. Depends what they're wearing. Yeah, it depends on like what day it is and what I had for lunch. So, but but yeah, I just want to be very clear. I am not knocking Park So June, nor am I knocking Park Bogum. No. I still am pretty hurt by Park Bogum. <laughs> So I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But but Park So June is A-OK in my book. I love it. Mm. Thank you, everybody, for your recommendations. Yes. I cannot wait to finish Fight My Way. And again, it's one of those dramas now where I'm so, I want to binge so bad. Me because too. I am in love with every single thing it's about this really show. really well written. But I also want it to go slow because I want it to last forever. I'm really torn here. I I'm going to have to go slow now that I have Twitter. a job. <laughs> yes, it's good for us. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter um, said one of those things like, I, I wish I could be you watching it for the first time again. And I, I know that feeling so well. And I love that feeling mm-hmm. where it's just like, I, it was such a magical experience. Oh man, that's again how I felt about Best Hit. It was such a great experience watching it the first time. That I, well, it's like every time BTS has a comeback, I'm like, I wish I could capture and bottle that moment yes. that I heard a song for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, really quickly, I've got two really small reassesses. Do it. One, I'm apologizing to you personally, Becca. <gasps> Why? So when you came up with those great would you rathers, yes. you very clearly said to me in the third one that you were talking about the the actors, not the characters. You could oh. not have said it more clearly. <laughs> you did the characters. And I just was, I just like ignored you. Completely ignored <laughs> Megan, you. Megan, your characters. heart and your mind were running with what you felt I was, was right. Fo- I wasn't going to interrupt so. you. I guess so. I completely went off script. <laughs> but I I would still stand by my answers. I think that I would turn down Jisoo if he had a crush on me. Or I would rather turn him down because I think he could handle it better. Right. He could. Yeah. That I was feel like answer. so Gook, again, I couldn't break his beautiful little yeah. heart. So the other thing I wanted to say was I had this realization while I was listening to our podcast. I said While You Were Sleeping was my favorite romantic comedy of all time. Mm-hmm. That's totally a movie where the second male lead kind of wins. Because you go in thinking of him as like That's the second right. male lead. And then he's the one that gets the girl. So he's the first lead the whole time. But you don't necessarily... That's not the Look perception. So this was like written in the stars for many years, I think. I tell you what, those are some great reassesses. I just needed to, I needed to tell someone. <laughs> I'm sorry about the suckers and Megan sorry still about, stands yes. by her answers. I do. That's where we are. That's where we're reassessing today. Boom. All right. For our game, it's not really a game. <clears throat> we have been promising for a long time that we would read what Megan once texted me. <laughs> It's one of my favorite things ever. This, I, I think we mentioned, I consider myself a writer. And this might have been the greatest well, thing. Well, I mean, your brother's ever. a filmmaker. No, we're kind of an artistic family of artists. This is the greatest thing I've ever written. All right, I'm going to pull them up. So, not long ago, well, it was back in April, I looked. Was it this year? It was April of this year. Wow. Megan introduced me to fan fictions, and I We've started We've only been reading, reading them. them since April. I've <laughs> read so know. many. It kind of makes me sad. I know. Um, and so one day, for fun, Megan texted me, hey, 
I came up with a list. This was one of those days where Becca wasn't responding to me fast enough because she has like a family and a ton of things on her plate and I have nothing going on. So it was one of those keep it coming. And so she wouldn't respond. So I was bombarding her. She probably hates me because she'll come back and she's like 45 missed texts from just me. It's my just favorite. Me. It's my favorite. My husband's, he, it's always like a joke when he picks up my phone. How many missed text messages are going to be from Megan? <laughs> And I'm like, never enough. No oh number. God, I the hope limit does not exist. exist. The limit does not exist. <laughs> so Megan texted me, we should start doing realistic fan fiction. Or like fan fiction for those of us who are over 30. <laughs> and then she writes, she wrote a fanfic scenario for every member of BTS. I hope this is still funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I don't know. So here we go. For all of our over 30 listeners, here are some realistic fan fictions that we all need in our lives. These, this, these are fan fictions also, that I believe I would have enough energy to complete. Let's put it out there. If anybody is a great writer and wants to write one of these. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Please. Please, <laughs> please someone write these fan fictions. <laughs> here we go. For example... <laughs> I don't know if I can read it without laughing. <laughs> Jimin takes me shopping and we get frozen yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells me I look great in everything. <laughs> Hang on, it gets better. <laughs> and at least once he says. <laughs> Mac, I love you so much for thinking I'm funny. And at least once he says, work, honey. <laughs> It's my new dream for Jimin to say that. Jimin to take you shopping. We're cunny. We're cunny. All right, next one. Scenario. (laughs) Jin makes me a lot of food. The end. That's a good one. (laughs) That's that's a really good one. That's probably one of the best. Mm -hmm. Scenario. RM and I go to a museum, but are asked to leave when he actually knocks over a priceless statue. We go get frozen yogurt. All right, scenario, V and I go to a fancy restaurant but have to go home because we see live lobsters on a tank and we both just get too depressed about how they're going to die. That's the That's end. the most realistic. <laughs> you and me, we like, I have tears in my eyes. eyes there. Scenario. <laughs> this, like, I don't know if I can do this one with a straight face. Scenario, I drive Jungkook to the mall to buy a video game. <laughs> he has to borrow $20. We also get frozen yogurt. <laughs> I just feel like not like if you're like Megan fantasize about a day with Jungkook, it won't go any other way than me like running an errand with him. I can be like, can we please go to the mall now? Please, can we go to the mall now? And I'd be like, oh my God, fine. <laughs> then we get there and he'd be like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Are you serious right now? I'm smearing my makeup across my face. <laughs> and I would do it because it's so cute. I'd be like, all right, here's all my money. All right. Scenario. <laughs> oh, this is the most realistic one. I accidentally dance in front of J-Hope. He laughs. He buys me frozen yogurt as an apology. <laughs> I've been laughed at many times after dancing and no one's ever bought me frozen yogurt. <laughs> Oh, no, this is my favorite. This, is the, this was the most... This okay. is the single best thing I've ever written. This has already happened. This is poetry. Scenario. Sugar and I take a nap in separate beds, in different houses, in completely different countries. Our paths never cross. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I wish I could 
see what time I sent these and then like what time you responded. Because again, <laughs> she's a busy woman and I'm not. So it was probably like hours after I sent them. I'm like, oh God, did I really just send back all those weird text messages? Well, my favorite part, and I don't know if Megan's ready for this one. Mm-mm. Megan followed it up a few days later. Oh, I don't even remember. Because you had kept thinking about realistic fanfics for those of us who are over 30. So um, these were all about Jungkook. You wrote five additional I don't remember these at all. Are you ready? Oh, God. Um, He shows up at my door to retrieve the baseball he accidentally (laughs) hit over my fence. Number two, he forgets his lunch at home and I have to deliver it. (laughs) These are starting to bum me out. (laughs) Number three. (laughs) Oh, this one is so good. Number three, we have a conversation about how he has to prove he's responsible. Before I allow him to get a puppy. Get a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Number four. He says, thank you, ma'am. After checking my groceries for his after school job. <laughs> and I get so depressed he called me ma'am that I go home and drink wine straight from the box. <laughs> picture that can you picture him with like the little apron being like there you go ma'am being the polite gentleman that he is and then me being like why why is this happening to me uh, number five <laughs> <clears throat> i need to clear my throat i know i hate that feeling <clears throat> number five we're having a nice conversation, and then he reminds me he was born the same year Spice World came out in theaters. I get up without a word to go home and drink wine directly from the box. <laughs> I can vividly remember the day I saw Spice World in the theater, and he wasn't even alive yet. So I think our challenge to you listeners, mm-hmm. if you're still there through our garbled <laughs> ramblings here, is this week on Twitter, I think we should start the hashtag realistic bts fanfic yes. and please send us any oh, recommendations God. at all for realistic <sighs> bts fan fiction because these have like <laughs> they've made my day reading them again makes every time i'm sad i'm just like oh i remember those fanfics uh, megan wrote that's i've peaked i've peaked as an artist <laughs> If nothing you ever do will top this. I, I'm going to try before we record next to, to write like multiple pages of one of those prompts for oh, you, Becca. Oh, they're so good. Because they're I'm, so good. They're just, that's real life. <laughs> it's like, what was what did we say last time? We're like the most realistic ending to a, <laughs> to a K-drama ever. ever. So where she ends up alone where in the future. Where she wakes up alone in the future. We're not fatalists. Like, we're not <laughs> pessimists. I'm just saying... Sometimes when you get stuck in this world, beautiful romantic K-dramas and K-pop where everyone is beautiful and happy and everything works out, it's important to remind yourself that stuff is terrible. (laughs) That's not not realistic. Nothing is going to be okay. (laughs) He hits his ball over my fence. Oh, God. (laughs) So fast. 
All right. Should we jump in? Let's do it. Megan, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, you know, steer this bus for the first few. Okay. So we are recapping, or I don't know, is that what you can call it? Yeah, sure. We're talking in depth today (laughs) about what a K-drama we both really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. This is a, I would say it's a classic. I wonder if anyone else would say that. I think it is. I think it was introduced to me as one of those you have to watch them shows. Yep. It is Rooftop Prince from 2012. Mm-hmm. It was among the first that we watched. Yeah, it was right up there for first me. first bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so what can we say about it first? Okay, it's a lot of things. Well, who is it star? Let's it do that. It stars Park Yoo-chun. Mm-hmm. It stars Han Ji-min. Mm-hmm. It stars... Oh, that's all that matters. Yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, I it will was, say... It was the 14th show I watched. The so 14th? It was... Um, I just looked it up on my little list of dramas. Very organized young lady. I try, I try. Um, I will say one more person that stars Choi Woo Sheik. This was the first place I ever saw him. He's in Fight My Way. Um, he's in tons of stuff, and he is such a great actor. Is he one of the the, like dorky friend? Yes, yes. So he's in that. He's in Train to Busan. He's in that Paris show that my mom and I were obsessed with, The Package. He is a fantastic actor, and I feel like he elevates everything he's in. I feel like if I see him that he's in a drama, I know it's going to be a good show. Ooh. I think he picks really good shows. Because he doesn't do bad dramas. The guy is the Meryl Streep <laughs> of second male leads. He is good. He is good, good, good. He's the Tom Hanks of second male leads. <clears throat> I love so it. anyway. Um, this was a listener request. Yeah, this was a suggestion. We were happy to do it. So and it feels like a really good one, too, because it's one we've watched multiple times. Mm-hmm. Warning, it's been a couple years since I've watched it. Yeah. So we used a couple of resources to help refresh our memories. Drama Fever, which gives a little synopsis of the episodes. And then a great website that I use all the time called Drama Beans. They do recaps. I think it's like a group of people. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about it other than they do really great recaps. Yes. And they're really thorough. And there have been numerous times where I've been in the middle of a show and I've said to myself, I have no idea what just happened. I have no idea what's going on. And they, I have gone to the, sh- to the website and been able to sort it out. Yep. So they're great. We use some of their recaps to help rem- remind us. So let's just jump in. Let's jump in. Okay. Of course, we should give the warning. You should know by now. Spoilers. So many spoilers. So many spoilers. We're just going to obliterate this yeah, show. Yeah, if you so, haven't seen this show, <clears throat> check our time code. Just jump to the ending game and we'll yeah. go from there. Um, so we open. We open. On a rooftop at night. <laughs> and there's a cat. And it's the Joseon era. And there's a mystery afoot. I will say one of the most confusing things about the show is that it like jumps back and forth in time. But it also like jumps back and forth in time, in like in the t- individual time periods. Mm-hmm. So we like start off, and somebody's dead, and there's a f- a fervor over something that just happened. Yes, and then it jumps back in time, back in time. Yes, right. Yes. Ju- so yes, it starts way back when. Yeah, and there's a mystery. Yeah, but then it starts even earlier, like way, way back, way back when. when. <laughs> way way back when. So. It is very confusing when you first get into it. I guess what you need to know is, (laughs) and if we sound confused now, that's, you're just as confused when you're watching it. It obviously sorts itself out as you watch. But Mm -hmm. I remember when I started, I was like, hold the phone. Who are all these people? What's going on? I thought this was about a fun rooftop. Anyway. Oh, that's funny. 
it does open on a rooftop. On a rooftop. But not the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Not the titular rooftop. <laughs> I'm like weirdly hyped right now. <laughs> Becca is like, has had a really long week. She's getting ready to go back to work. She's probably exhausted. And I'm like, let's do this. No, I'm excited. I let's jump so. in. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. I'm getting distracted. No, I'm super pumped. Okay. There are two little girls. Yes. There's older little girl. <laughs> okay. Older sister and younger sister. Yes. Because we can, we'll never keep the name straight. Right. Older sister seems kind of like a B-I-T-C-H, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And little sister is probably the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Right. With also the best personality of anyone I've ever encountered. She's a Jimin. She's a Jimin. <laughs> She's a, a real life Joseon Jimin. <laughs> so they're like chatting about how the crown prince is going to, they're going to pick a girl for him to marry. And they're like, oh, it's definitely going to be you, older sister. And older sister's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the best. So then... Their dad calls him and he's like, nope, it's a younger sister. And younger sister's like, are you sure about that? And older <laughs> sister is also like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> so you remember all that? Yes. Well, anyway, I feel like, what do we skip here? Just Where go, do we even go? Like, go forward to the basically, wedding, right? Does well, go they're going to get married. Yes. And older sister <clears throat> is not dealing with it well. And she gets this weird glint in her eye. And younger sister, and we're talking like they're young. They're like, like five and six years old. They're really they're young. so young. The the older sister might be like 10, mm-hmm. but the little girl's like, we're talking like a first grader. Yeah. So she comes in the night before the wedding and older sister, through a series of unfortunate events, burns her in the face with she a hot iron. She burns little sister with a hot in iron. the face. She just she brands her essentially and it's like kind of an accident but it's not an accident this no. girl is the worst mm-hmm. so they have to change all their plans older sister ends up marrying the prince we've seen glimpses of the prince and he seems like he's pretty cool pretty smart guy mm-hmm. everyone seems pretty pleased with the fact that he's the prince yeah mm-hmm. so flash forward to present day in Joseon era right so we're still we're in still ancient way back times. when we're still in 300 years ago but it's the present of 300 years ago. <laughs> yes so now older sister is beautiful princess younger sister is her handmaiden yes and she has to wear an embroidered kerchief over her face where her sister burned, burned her, her purposefully <laughs> and she kind of walks around and seems like a little sad all the time but whatever mm-hmm so you see some interactions between the prince and the princess. He clearly adores the princess because she's beautiful and she's sweet, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But he'll ask her these kind of like fun riddles and she's dumb. She doesn't know anything. And younger sister is really quick and witty and smart. And so she, you can tell that the prince has like a very soft spot for the younger sister. Yes, because she I always answers from behind her kerchief. Yes, yeah. and I don't think he even, at this point, he has no idea that she was ever supposed to marry him. Mm-hmm. I don't even think. This was like so. a last minute switcheroo. So you watch these interactions and you think like, you can tell older sister's kind of jealous about this bond that the prince has with her younger sister. But anyway, <laughs> they all go to bed one night. And I believe they're brought persimmons. Persimmons to eat. That is correct. Because I had to look up what those are. <laughs> I had persimmon pancakes one time. Oh. I don't think the persimmons were in season. It was mm. just a strange situation. Anyway. <laughs> well, remember we said somebody's dead, guys? Mm-hmm. The princess is found floating face down in a pond. Yes. And the prince is pissed. He's not happy about it. 
and the younger sister is sad because she's a good person because she's a Jimin even though she doesn't she shouldn't be sad because her sister's horrible anyway her sister made her into the phantom of the opera legitimately terrible would do anything to get her out of the yes way. so they decide they're going to investigate what's going on and i forget kind of why but nobody seems to be taking it as seriously as the prince mm-hmm. and it seems like they're going to give up on the investigation but you would think he's footing the bill for this investigation he's the prince yeah like he's the only person in charge mm-hmm. but it's this whole thing and then he calls together, he like assembles his little team of Avengers. There's, uh, they're all kind of riffraff or outcasts. One of them is an expert swordsman who was accused of a crime. So he was an outcast. And then one of them was like a genius. I forget why nobody likes him. Maybe he like came from a bad family or something. He was an like, illegitimate mm-hmm. son. The other one was a eunuch who was getting too friendly with the courtesans. So they were like, well, you're terrible at being a eunuch. <laughs> and so nobody liked him. So we're going to refer to them here on out as smart guy, strong guy, and popular guy. Yes. Because it's just going to be easier. Yep. We so, li- if you listen to our Boys Over Flowers podcast, you know we like to give nicknames. We like it's a nickname. <laughs> even even when I'm talking about American shows, it's like, oh, there's so many people. I, know. I can't keep them straight. So we, we do nicknames. So anyway, he calls together these three guys and he's like, you're going to help me figure out what really happened because we're going to get to the bottom of this and there he's the prince. So they all go, sure. Mm-hmm. And then they get chased and then they jump in front of the moon. Okay. <laughs> halt. Pause. <laughs> interspersed with all of this action. I'm talking a lot, Becca. It's fine. Jump in. Now you feel like you know how I felt. Boys over but flowers. But I didn't feel like you were so <laughs> concise and good at it because you wrote actual notes and I wrote like bullet points and now I'm like, oh yeah. And then there was this thing and then this and this and this. You gotta, you gotta like just be like, Megan, right. shut up and let me take the lead. All right. Go. New York City. Yes. Present day. Present day. Present day. Present so day. 20, As in 2010. We're wearing blue jeans and having a good time. And we're, and New York City's a place. <laughs> And, okay, the prince is there, but he's not the prince. He's a guy named Taeyong, and he's sketching pictures in Times Square. And then this other guy from the Joseon era who's like a guard at the palace who seems a little shifty, mm-hmm. well, he's there. <laughs> and he's wearing a suit. He's very handsome. And his name, I wrote Taemu. it down. Taemu. 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 So Taeyong and Taemu, they're cousins. Taemu has come to take Taeyong, played by Park Yoo-chun, who also plays the prince, take him back to Korea so that he can take over the business because that's what their grandmother, who is a CEO, wants. Right. Well, Taeyong doesn't want to go. Right. He wants to be an artist. He has a beautiful soul. Go for it, Park Yoo-chun. So they're arguing. <laughs> and then younger sister is also there. But no, wait. I skipped the childhood part. My childhood part. Say nah. Yes. Okay. Ignore all of that. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming back to it. Okay. So present day in the past. Yes. We're talking like 92. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to (laughs) guess. Older sister and younger sister from past past are there. Are in the past of the present. Yes. And younger sister's dad is marrying older sister's mom. Well, older sister does not want a sister. She does not want a dad. She's not into any of it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of stuff happens. She hates her. She's mean. Even though younger sister is the cutest thing ever. She puts her in her truck, tricks her and get in a truck, truck drives away. Oh, she's gone. Yep. And we never see little sister again. Ever. 
And no one seems to think like, well, maybe the older sister put her in a truck and sent her on her way. Because who's that evil? Just wait, guys. There's someone that evil. And she's just getting started. So we're back in New York City in 2010. Yes. The cousins are fighting. And there's Hanji Min being an adorable, cheerful, effervescent bubble of a human. Mm-hmm. And she has a fruit stand in Times Square. Some kids steal some fruit. She chucks an apple at him. Whoopsie. She hits Park Yuchan in the head. <laughs> None of this matters, other than this is how they first met. And when he was sitting there, he was sketching her because he thought she was beautiful. You might say it's a meat cute. It's a meat cute. <laughs> it is such a meat cute. It's such a meat cute. So he draws her. He ends up going to the bar she works at later where she's serving. And before he can ask her out, because he clearly wants to, he leaves the picture that he drew on the counter and she finds it. Okay, keep that in mind because it comes into play later. We're going to call it a postcard. Postcard. Yeah. It looks like a postcard. It looks like a postcard. And it's a little picture of her and a butterfly. Yeah. Because she was playing with a butterfly. Butterflies are a big thing too, but guys, just watch it. (laughs) So anyway, while all this has happened, Taemu, who seems like a totally nice guy, Mm -hmm. well, he and Park Yuchun go onto a boat. And then they get into a fight because Taemu's like, doesn't, he has a huge inferiority complex because mm-hmm. his dad's an illegitimate son and Park Yuchun's dad's not. And it's like a, it's whole, a thing. whole thing. Anyway, he accidentally, they start fighting. Taemu, of course, pushes Park Yuchun off the boat. And instead of like jumping in to save him, does that panicked face of like, what do I do now? I'm mm-hmm. panicking. What do I do? And then just leaves. <laughs> Good news As for one would. Good news for Tamu is no one actually knows that he saw his cousin. Mm-hmm. So he's like, everything's fine. Because there's also a cell phone where he like took pictures of them together. Don't remember what happens to it. I think he must take it with him. But it's the only evidence that he ever saw him was there are pictures on his phone. Do you remember that? Part? And there's gotta be evidence. There because always has to be evidence. Grandma sent Tamu to America to bring home. Right. Parky Parky Chun. And so he's just like, okay, I'm going to go back and be like, sorry, Grandma, I couldn't find him. Right. He's gone. He's disappeared. And that's the story that he wields. And it seems like it's going to go just fine. (laughs) Little does he know. There's a prince and three dum-dums jumping in front of the moon in the Joseon era. (laughs) And the next thing you know, well, not the next thing you know, because then Han Ji-min finds out she's been searching for her father her whole life. So she gets adopted, grows up, I guess, in the U.S., Mm -hmm. Um, has been searching for her father, finally finds him, goes back to Korea to meet him. Well, he's dead by the time she gets there. Uh, Of course. If we had a nickel. Every time. (laughs) So he's gone. She's back. Sena sees her. Have we mentioned that older sister is named Sena? Mm Because she is, and she is the scourge of the earth. Here's the thing. Megan and I... She will forever be our least and most favorite villain in a K-drama. Absolutely. She is so unlikable that she, like, takes the top spot. So I don't know if that makes her the best lead ever or the worst lead ever. I can't stand her. Because she's this weird combination of of evil and pathetic. Yes. It's like her her evilness isn't born of anything legit. She just... Stinks. She's the worst. And she's got this choppy haircut. Oh, and she's always looking. Okay, I will say her blazer collection is <laughs> off the hook. The girl has as many, any blazer you could dream of, she has it. That's true. And she's always prancing around in these little mini dresses with these fabulous blazers. Mm-hmm. But that does not excuse the fact 
that she's just sucks. She's the worst. And I was telling Becca before this, as we were going back over recaps, I had forgotten how evil she is. I remember hating her. And that's not a word we say in this house mm. because we have little kids. That's and hate good, is a yeah. very bad word. But I remember hating her. And I went back last week to watch some of these episodes. And every single episode I thought, oh my gosh, she's worse than I remember. I really do feel like... <clears throat> We both just clearly thrown at the same time. <laughs> I feel like if she had been less pathetic about it, I almost could have tolerated her more mm-hmm. because she has no reason to have such a chip on her shoulder. Right. She So now in the present, she is successful. She's the secretary to this CEO grandmother. Clearly, she has a great blazer collection. Yeah, she has her, a she lot of money. She can afford these blazers. <laughs> she is dating Tamu the cousin. She gets a haircut every other day to keep this bob Perfect flawless. bob. Yep. Perfect bob. Her. It seems the only thing in her life that's bad is her mom works at a fish market. Yeah, and, and she's that, embarrassed. And that, like, is it. That's the, she can't get past it. Mm-hmm. And I forget really why she hated the little sister so much, but she really hated the little sister. So she just is a hateful, hateful person. Mm-hmm. And... And pathetic and annoying and evil and terrible, but we'll get into it. You'll see. We don't don't let us convince you. Yeah, the, uh, we've got receipts. We've got <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, Han Jimin now she's back in Korea. She's found out her father's dead. She's reconnected with Sena and Sena's mom. Who's Sena's mom is great. She's wonderful. So stepmom is fine. And then we now fast forward two years. So now it's 2012. Han Jimin lives in a rooftop apartment. She's working? Question mark. She seems like she's settled <laughs> she's in. She's affording it somehow. And then we go back to the ding-dongs jumping over the moon. Way, way back. Way yeah. back. So in present day Joseon era. Yes. When they like jumped and then they're jumping and then all of a sudden they're in Han Jimin's rooftop apartment in 2012. Something about the moon that night. They're screaming. <laughs> There's excitement. <laughs> End of episode one. Which is exactly how I would want my experience of meeting Park Yoo Chun to go. <laughs> Just, Just screaming and excitement. <laughs> and I feel like if you've if you've ever started this show, you make it through the first episode, and if you're not horribly confused, then <laughs> which you're, you should be. Which you should be. I hope you. I want to take you by the hand and yes. just say, "Honey, it's I feel okay like to be this, confused." You should keep going because yes. the show. I think the show is great. Mm-hmm. Are there crazy elements to it? Oh yeah. Of Did course. they give us the most unbelievably terrible villain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the reason to watch, right? So episode two, let's do it. Let's jump in. Um, hilarity ensues is what I said about this yes. because I feel like the best part about the show, at least for the first half of the show, because eventually it kind of has to wear itself out, is seeing the fish out of water. Yes, they're not used to being. In no. present day, present day. Right. They're used to being in present day way back Joseph when. Yeah. And so the stuff that they encounter, I feel like the writers and the set decorator, I mean, ev- for every element of the show, they did such a good job of maximizing the hilarity. Mm-hmm. So even just in, in episode two, I mean, they think the TV is evil. That's a really funny scene. Um, seeing them outside of convenience. I mean, just like the fish out of water stuff is hilarious. It's so good. And um, eventually Park Ha, that's Han Jimin's name is Park Ha. She puts them in these track suits and they're all in a different <laughs> color track suit. And it's just visually so great. It's wonderful. Because they really do look like the event, like these goofball Avengers <laughs> or something. They look like a, like a silly street gang. I also love one of my favorite parts of the beginning of the show 
and they kind of do it throughout, but then again, like you said, it eventually wears off, is they all treat Park Yu Chun's character like a prince. Oh, yes. So they are like on their Hilarious. hands and knees, bowing down to him all the time, and Park Ha's reaction of because she, she could care doing? less about this idiot. And it's very clear to her that he's younger than some of them. And her. And seniority rules yes. in modern day. So it's very funny. And they really do a good job of writing some of that stuff in where it's like, this is these are the modern standards. I, I don't know. It's stuff I feel like I would really take for granted. Mm-hmm. Really good. Really well done. Mm-hmm. And she's the only kid. The reason they're... I feel like their relationship develops quickly and in a great way is because she's the only person he's ever met who has been rude to him. Right. And she's a fantastic female character. Mm-hmm. For the mo- I mean, does she fall into some of the tropes of the dumb ding-dong? Yes. Mm-hmm. But she's very strong. She's very resilient. She's very funny. She's very warm. She's great. And Han Ji-min is incredible. She's beautiful. She's, she's such, such a, a fun actress. actress. She's yeah. She can play a lot of different speeds, and she really <clears throat> has to in this one. She's all over the charts. So... I don't have too many notes for episode two because a lot of it is just introducing this element of these guys don't belong here. Right. And it's really funny. They get arrested. Like, she's like, <laughs> there's this whole funny part where they have to, this police officer trying to explain like your, your contact, your emergency contact to them. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's the prince. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, she makes them, this was where I learned about Omar Rice. Omar Rice. Rice. Which I've now seen pop up multiple times. After I watched the show, I made Omar Rice. Did you really? Yes, I think I sent you a picture. You did. It's basically you said rice, it was good, right? Rice and veggies in an omelet, and you wrap them in an omelet, and then in this show they put ketchup on top All of over it. it. It's God, just like the good. amazing comfort food. I want that. It's very good. I made it for my husband. Even he liked it. Huh? I, be, I feel like even I could make that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. So they have omu rice. Uh, we run into modern day Sena. So of course the prince sees her and is like, "Oh my God, the princess is here. She's not dead." Right. This is great news. It's not good news. It's Sena. <laughs> and then also CEO Grandma, who thinks her grandson that was going to take over her company has been dead for two years, sees the prince and is like, he's not dead. Right. Everyone's he's happy alive. because they think all the dead people are not dead. Right. So that's kind of what I had for episode two. Perfect. Episode three. Anything you want to say about episode two? No, it's just a lot of getting getting a lot of fun. reacquainted with these, all these new characters. It starts to make more sense. Episode yes. two is when you're like, oh, we were time hopping a bunch in episode yeah, one. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, okay, all these people belong in very different and here's places. And here's how this tangled web, here's how they're all connected. Like, it's, it's yes. just a fun episode. And, and I feel like it's the best episodes are the early ones because I loved the, the out of place mm-hmm. stuff. And of course they have to eventually get used to it. So right. soak it all in. Cause that's really fun. Oh, I love it. Episode three, grandma finds the prince and is like, well, I think he has amnesia. Cause he's like, I'm, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm the prince. I mean, he's not. Also it's it. a K drama. So amnesia is bound to happen at some point. Everyone has amnesia. <laughs> It's a fair assumption because at least 10 people have it at all times in every family. Do you think family. like when you get broken up with in a K-drama, they're just like, oh, you, you, you still love me. You just got amnesia and you, you don't forgot. remember. God. Somebody could probably talk me into that. <laughs> like, wait, that seems right. That seems real. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I've replaced my memories with fan fictions. <laughs> Um, there's a great scene in episode three where they're changing out of the tracksuits into these clothes that Park Ha found in like a donation box mm-hmm. and they're in an elevator cause they get confused and they think an elevator is a bathroom. I don't know what they do. <laughs> 
but they're in this elevator and they're trying to change they're half naked and then it opens up on an aerobics class and all the ajumas <laughs> in the aerobics class are like whoa and then the doors close and it opens up on these schoolgirls, and they're like you perverts and it's very funny and, and the four main guys are hilarious they're so funny <laughs> so that's great um and we're starting i think at this point to see the dynamic between park ha and the prince is really getting deeper because you can tell he just respects her right and he relies on her and she also is very captivated and interested in him and i think she's finally starting to believe that maybe he's not from here right so that's that there's a there's a scene i think where they like face she's with the prince and the ding dongs are with her neighbors and they facetime and they're all like <laughs> <laughs> What is this? It's so funny. I love it. Anytime in our podcast when you make a breathy noise into the mic, you're like, what? Oh, and then there's this weird thing where the prince is like, no, grandma, I'm not your grandson. He's like, definitely saying, I'm not this guy. And she's like, well, do you know what happened two years ago? And he's like, no, because he doesn't, because he's been gone for 300 years. He like jumped 300 years. So he's not lying. He's like, no, I don't know. So she's like, well, can you pretend to be him? And I think he's like, sure. I, he's I like, don't, Grandma, you rich? Yeah. He's like, hmm, this lady seems to have a lot of money. I'm going to do it. So he, doesn't I, she pull the guilt card? Is this the show where she's like, I don't know how long I have left. It yeah, would make me I so feel like happy. she does. And she's like very, very manipulative lady. I feel like this was one of those characters where I went back and forth. I'm like, oh, she's a good guy. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah, you're not sure. She seems kind of terrible. Mm-hmm. She's pretty mean to Park Ha. Oh, she's good. Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Dun, dun, dun. So, um, also, the prince confronts Sainan and is like, oh my god, you're my wife. And she's like, a restraining order. <laughs> Until she finds out he's rich. So, again, did we mention she's dating his, okay, she's dating Tamu, the cousin, who the killed cousin. his cousin. Yes. This is all very Shakespearean. <laughs> uh, so, episode four and five, I wrote notes. I didn't even separate them because I was so excited writing notes. So, this is where, we're, okay, Park Sena has already done some crappy stuff, but Park Ha is going to open this little veggie fruit store, and it's adorable, and everybody loves Park Ha. She gets a loan or something. She's got this money coming through, and Sena does stuff like this all the time, where she sees an envelope. Wait. What? Is this? What's the name of her store? Hang on. I'm going to look it up. I don't know. No, I remember it was something like hilarious graphic oh really <laughs> okay you keep going I'm well, gonna look it up Sena sees she has an envelope it has money in it so Sena takes all the money out and then what's Park Ha gonna do she can't pay her rent so a whole bunch of stuff happens guys and at the end of the day it's really not important to the plot you should watch it because it's really funny this is stuff where she gets all the ding-dongs to dress up as like in animal costumes to promote her store and there's this whole thing where the prince dresses up as a panda but you don't know it's the prince and he goes out there and he gives it 110 yes. percent you're like whoever's dressed as the panda is the best <laughs> he is invested and then it's the prince <laughs> so then um we also find out in these episodes that on the back of the postcard that Taeyong left for park ha so real-life present-day Yuchan left for Park Ha at that bar where he drew a picture of her. Mm-hmm. He had said to meet him at, like, a specific place in it. So he asked her out. But then, obviously, she went. Or we, I think we find out she went, and he wasn't there mm-hmm. because he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He gone. <laughs> Except 
No, he's not. <laughs> he's not dead. He's in a coma. In New York City. In America. Yes. So uh, then you see this flashback. Somebody fishing him out of the water and he's in a coma. <laughs> and they don't know who he is. He doesn't have any ID. So now we got the prince pretending to be the missing grandson. I think he goes along with it as like, a, let's see where this goes. Right. Like a legit, like, I don't know. I don't know why. He's just doing right. it. Well, does it like part of the journey where he's like, how do I get back home? Yeah. He, that's, and is this and that's just what part of the journey? On. And they yeah. are actively this whole time trying to figure out how to get back. Mm-hmm. And I think he's sure that it has to do with the princess. Like he has to get the princess to marry him. Right. And he realizes the princess works for this shopping network because everything is a giant coincidence in Korea, mm-hmm. according to K-dramas. Yes. Did you find the name of the store? I, I did. I was just I was just listening to you. Oh, don't listen to do me. You, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, we're here. I don't know if, I think, I can't remember if it's this store or if it's at the end of the show. She does have a store at the when end. When she opens the end. <laughs> it's called. It's like a smoothie store. It's right? like a smoothie store. <laughs> the translation. I'm pretty sure a drama fever, although it might have been on Vicky because I think they were both a little bit different. The direct translation was Park Cause Sweet Juice. <laughs> and I just remember reading and being like, why Pause. am I going to a, a nasty place? <laughs> because that's what we do now. <laughs> this is what we do. Do you know how many? But it's just, think about it. If somebody opened, if you, would you open a smoothie shop in America called Megan's Me- Sweet Juice? You bet I would. <laughs> <laughs> the line would be out the door. <laughs> It'd be condemned. I just I remember thinking when I saw oh, it on, so saw funny. it for the first time, thinking, "What How is happening?" I you remember who that? greenlit the sweet shoe store. <laughs> we can't even blame fan fictions for doing this to us because this was twenty twelve. We read we, we watched this in twenty fourteen. Yeah, Becca, you've always been a pervert. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I just thought it was the most ridiculous name for a store ever. Parkas Sweet Juice. Parkas Sweet Juice. This is how we're going to say it from now on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Language is amazing. Um, I feel like there's... Oh, they cut their hair in this one, which is a big deal because it's like a punishment to cut your hair. Yeah, and Josie and, and Hera, doing, nobody yeah. cuts their hair. You want long hair. So... What else happens? Oh, this is a good one. So, I, I, again, it's all kind of muddy, but Park Ha's going to leave the country because Sena threatened her and stole all her money and sucks. And then she says goodbye to all of them. And somehow Taemu tracks down that missing phone with all the pictures of him. I know a lot is happening, but bear with us. <laughs> and Park Ha and the prince are finally becoming friends. What is this word? <laughs> Oh, haircut. Um, and then finally at the end, so she's telling, they're like sitting on the rooftop right before she leaves. She sold all of her stuff. And they're talking about how she loves the beach. And when she gets sad, she just thinks of being on this like island away from everyone. And it's her happy place where she goes. Right. So then she's on a bus. She's going to leave forever. But the prince is like, no, she can't do that. So he chases her and he almost gets hit by a truck. <laughs> thankfully because it just so happens this truck has a giant billboard on the back that looks like a beach that looks like a beach that looks like a beach so he son of a beach buys the truck oh because he's rich now Mm -hmm. buys the truck from the guy on the spot jumps in drives alongside the bus yells parka you can't leave look i brought you a beach 
And it's an awesome scene. My heart's melting it a little made bit. Me, I told it terribly, and it does not do it justice at all because it is a great scene. Great scene. And Park Yoo-chun and Han Ji-min have fantastic chemistry. Yeah, it's off in the my charts. Opinion. Mm-hmm. They, because it really does feel like a friendship. They haven't even... I mean, I think Han Ji-min's character is starting to say, like, kind of has a crush on the guy, mm-hmm. but the prince is a ding-dong and has no well, idea. In, in reality... She's falling in love with a guy who thinks he's a prince from the Josephine area. So and, yeah, the whole time you're what if you the minute that you step outside and go like, Park Ha, <laughs> girl, think come of here. your choices. <laughs> in a way, it makes sense because she's had so many tragic things happen to her. They are almost like, if anybody has a beautiful open heart to to believe something like this is Park Ha, mm-hmm. or or to even forgive it if she doesn't believe it to just let it go. Right, it's Park Ha. She's just such a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. So that's neither here nor there. All right, are we ready? Where are we now? Six episode. Oh, I'm six. so glad you're taking over. All right, so she decides to stay in America. In Korea, or sorry, in Korea, yeah. she's not going to America. So. Prince is like, well, Grandma can like redo the rooftop apartment for us. We'll just live there. <laughs> and so she seems cool with it. So mm-hmm. they have they rent an RV. He and his minions rent this RV mm-hmm. so they can all stay in there with Parka while the rooftop is being redone. Mm-hmm. And we think it's just like a little upgrade, but I'm a little confused because once the upgrade actually happens, it's like a mansion all of a sudden. It is a completely different structure. <laughs> it's with like two floors. It's insane. And they've put the beach they billboard the beach outside. Billboard up. So every time they're outside, it looks like they're at the beach. It's a great looking setup. It's pretty cool. So um, Sena then finds out that Park Ha's decided to stay in Korea. She invites her out to a restaurant. And the second that Park Ha sits down, Sena flips a glass of water in her face like because the that's just the thing you do at a restaurant that she is so as, for as often as this happens in k-dramas i have never seen this happen in real life never never i and we saw some drama oh, when God. we podcasted at the bar yeah and becca returned to that bar where more drama ensued yeah we we gotta go there regularly because <laughs> i feel like if there's a chance of us seeing somebody throw a glass of water in somebody's face it's, it's there. that bar i promise you i'll do that someday <laughs> okay. in public Let's not to you but like you can do it to me no 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 i, I gotta be somebody that deserves it <laughs> so basically say mad that she didn't go to america and keep her promise and she's staying in korea and mm-hmm. it, da, 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 da. so Let's flash forward a few scenes here. There's a flashy woman who flies into the airport. CEO Jang. CEO Jang. Who you have seen in everything. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's the classic. She's the mom in like every yeah, drama Yeah, and she's ever. either like the evil mom or she's like the dumb mom. Like the not evil but not great yeah. mom. She's kind of a dumb dumb. Yeah. I think she's adorable. She's though. really she's gorgeous. She's really pretty. And in this, in this show, I feel like she's not, she's kind of a cool character, right? Yeah. Well, her first stop when she gets to Korea is to go to Sena's mom's house. And Sena's mom is not happy. Sena's mom her. is not having it. And she's basically saying, get out of here. You're going back on your word. You said you would never try to find your daughter. And we're all like, what? And all of a sudden, what? everybody everybody watching is like, hold on. Who, who is who this lady? are they talking about? Because yes. there are two daughters here. And it could be either one. It could be either one. So now, Grandma, since she's redoing this apartment, mm. she's like, hey, Prince, you got to come, now that you're pretending to be my grandson, you got to come work for me like he would. Mm-hmm. And so he and his three friends are kind of nervous about starting at this job. And so Park Har's like, let me take you out. We'll do a pretend company dinner. And she teaches them about 
eating and toasting and drinking and you know step one is you do the one shot and step two is you sing at a karaoke bar and step three is this and so she gets them all ready to to go to work which i think is super duper adorable so prince goes to work grandma's super happy who does she ask to show him around the building Sena, because she also is a secretary there and in Sena's defense she is apparently very good at her job yes that's how she affords all the fancy places. She, she got to work hard for the money. <laughs> so uh, he keeps telling her, like, well, you're you're my you're my bride. Like, we're meant to be. And she's like, I do not know who you are. Well, coincidentally, somebody is at the company holding this giant 20-foot ladder. And he goes to swing it around without looking. And he almost hits Sena. Unfortunately for us, he doesn't hit her because Prince <laughs> saves her. This drama could if have just only, ended right there. If only the prince knew how much easier things would be if he had let her get hit with that ladder. <laughs> We're not condoning violence or anyone's death, but... Well, I kind of am. Sano's terrible. <laughs> so later he asks Parka, Prince does, hey, what does like a woman want on a date? And so she says, well... You know, you should get dinner and coffee. Do not back hug her. <laughs> Do not back Don't hug her. surprise her. Save with her from hug. ladders. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says you should ride on a tandem bicycle because. That's... So parka. What a parka <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> and so the next day, there's a scene where Sena and Prince, they're still getting acquainted at the company. And he does all those things. He takes her out to eat. They get coffee. Which, he gets a tandem bicycle. He clearly doesn't know anything about women because. <laughs> If you're going to ask somebody about what Say Na would like on a date, you should not ask Park Ha. No. He thinks every woman is exactly the same. There's like an easy <laughs> recipe for a fun date. I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, I feel like all these things seem like things Say Na would hate. Well, I think if I remember correctly, as they're riding the tandem bicycle, she's just sitting there like straight up in her fancy blazer and her high heels. She can't and pedal doing- and he's doing all the work and she's looking super bored. But then he like gets up at some point to leave. Does and she know her. that he? Does she know that he's the grandson yet? Um, I don't think so because okay. I think when she figures that figures that out, then she's suddenly all in. he's real attractive. Yeah. And so he gets up to leave, and he leaves her like a bottle of water. And he had put he had bought a bracelet that Parkot helped him pick out Ugh. and left it Ugh. on the water bottle. So tragic, Parkot. And so um, Sena then was kind of like, all right, we'll take that. So um, Parka and her mom, meanwhile, are visiting her dad's grave. grave. Yeah. And her mom gives her a picture. And she's like, this is, this is you and your father when you were younger. And this was your birth mother. But the birth mother's picture had been ripped it's, out. So you can't see the face. You can see it, literally her neck and everything below and like the yes. corner of her hair. But her face has been It's a very um, Disney Pixar Coco thing very, if you've seen the movie Coco. I haven't, but I trust you. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely like that. So um, they go out then, out of the funeral place. And her mom gets hit by a car. I'm not joking. Her mom gets hit by a freaking car. And guess who's driving? Tamu. Oh. And Sena just happens to be in town, too. So oh. she sees it happen. Which, the thing about Sena, we already told you she's ashamed of her mom. So she's told Tamu that her mom's like an art professor or a literature professor in England. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you guys. So her mom, this this woman looks like she works at a fish market. And she just got hit by a car by Tamu, which is Sena's boyfriend. And Sena sees it. But she can't let down on that lie. So she just walks away. Walks away from her mother getting yep. hit by a car. 
This And this isn't even the worst thing Sainad does. Oh, not even close. So Park Haas sees all this, and she gets really mad. So, of course, thankfully, she gets mom to the hospital. Mom just has a concussion. She's it's not a big it's deal, It's just a guys. car accident. She'll be back in the fish market tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Smiling just like she was today. So Park Haas confronts Sainad then, and they get into a huge fight, and they agree to just not be sisters anymore. They're not going to acknowledge each other. Because sweet, sweet, dum-dum uh, Park Haas has tried very hard to be friends with Sainad, and I never I'm clear why because Sena is never even kind of warm to her. Not at all. And and again, in Sena's defense, she's been very clear she wants nothing to do with Parka. Right. And Parka's like, maybe not though. <laughs> so she's probably an ENFP. This is great because instead of there's no water lying around. So she can't so they at her. start slapping each other. <laughs> Both of them get a few slaps in. I don't remember that. And then finally they're just like, all right, fine. They just kind of separate and leave. Well, this is, guys, this is the torturous glance, but it's not a man that does it. It's Parka because Sena goes in for one last slap like we all would, and the bracelet flings off her wrist, and Parka sees it and sees that it's the bracelet that she helped Prince oh, buy. I forgot all about so that. she knows that Prince gave it to Sena. So Sena's. the prince didn't know it was, or Parka didn't know it was for Sena. Yeah, I, I think she, she thinks it was for her. And oh, so she goes to Park walk away. Ha. And of course, Prince just happens to walk by. It's all about coincidence. And he sees that something went down. And then the episode ends. And you're like, what's he going to do? Yeah. Ooh, so, which also for the record, the show's a great OST. Yeah, it does have a really good OST. Mm. I should have included it in our OST. I episode. forgot all about it, to be honest. So episode seven, um, he actually goes after Parka. What? Okay. Why? What? What is the instigating event? Because, well, I guess he this whole time he clearly likes her, but he's so hell-bent on the idea that it, he has to marry the princess to get back in time that he's just not giving that up. Mm-hmm. But it's so obvious that he really loves, or, is, or he has large feelings for Parka. Right. I, I don't understand all the motives, but I think probably, yeah, he's, obviously he wants to go to say nah, mm-hmm. but Parka is upset and he lives with her. So, so he goes to her. So he goes to her. And um, yeah, she wants none of it. So she tells him to go away. She goes to visit her mom at the hospital. And flashy mom, CEO Jang, is there at the same Ruh-oh. time. And her real and her adoptive mother is like, get out of here right now. Like trying to keep them away from each other. So she goes around town contemplating her life, how her sister hates her, and everything is terrible. And real life. all of a sudden, Prince is behind her. And he goes, strawberry or banana? And he's holding up two milks. And he's going to, like, oh. share a milk with her. That's an adorable thing about the prince is he really likes banana milk and, like, yogurt. Yes. He likes sweet yogurt drinks. And he's constantly drinking Constantly them. drinking them. So she's again, is like, go away. So she meanders through town. She's sitting on a bench contemplating her life. And all of a sudden, she hears somebody slurping a beverage. And she looks. She's been, like, so <laughs> lost in her own mind that prince is sitting next to her. He's been there the whole time. And he's offer he is drinking another beverage. I don't know where he got the other one. <laughs> and so Park Uton is a good comedian. It's so funny. And he told her that he just can't leave when she's sad. And I think that's like the cutest thing. Again, ever. part of the best the best thing about this relationship is that it's such a friendship grown into love mm-hmm. that it, they really do play up the friendship part of it for a long time, and it's it's to their benefit. I think it makes you really invested in it. It's so beautiful. Well, meanwhile, Sena sees Tamu. And he's got a copy of this picture of the dad and everything mm-hmm. else. And so she, and she recognizes the dad instantly. And CEO Jang, when Sena was giving her the tour, made some comment about how she's, right, looking, about she's looking for her daughter. Looking for her daughter. 
And so Sena instantly is like, wait a minute, is she looking for me or is she looking for Parka? Which but then she sees the dad and she's like, I think she's looking for Parka. So Sena is like, I'll help you. And she makes a copy and whatever. So Prince takes Parka to the photographer studio where this picture is from. And he's like, maybe we can find out information there. And so they go. They can't find Quick anything. How did the prince come up with this plan? Yeah, I don't think they. He's had such a ding dong. Photographers back in the Jocelyn yeah. era. Also, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm still on an antibiotic, and I have to eat with it. And I just took it, so I'm sorry. I'm eating. I just want you to know there's a reason. I'm not just like a pig who does can't go. I mean, I can't go every ten minutes without a snack. But sorry. Anyway, keep going. She's snacking. Um. Wow. So anyway, they go. They can't find. No, I'm good. They can't find anything. Then Parka, this is like, has nothing to do with the story, but I love it. She teaches them how to ding dong ditch. Oh, I don't remember that. So she goes up and down this alley. She starts ringing people's doorbells. And when they're like, who is it? She just runs away. And the prince is like, that's so rude. You answer this Ajima and tell her who you are. And then all of a sudden the Ajima comes out and she starts like yelling at him. And he's like, oh, we run. And then he starts running. And they do it over and over and over. And it's so funny to the point where he loses his shoe in this alley. Like they just keep ding dong ditching people. It's so funny. So anyway, a few minutes later, flashy CEO Jang Mom shows up with Tae at the same photographer studio asking about the same picture. Just missed each other. Just missed each other. Well, Prince and Parka go to a, a local park and they had told the photographer, like, we're going to go to the school because maybe they know something. So oh, he's like, yeah, they're in their hometown sh- now. Yeah. And they're, they're like, you should follow. They're, this couple was here asking about the same picture. They just went to the school. So they pull up to the school. Parka and Prince are there. And it's clear that they were the couple. But Sena also happens to be there, sees that mom is going to see Parka and decides that she's going to step in and pretend to be the daughter. So she steps in. And it's like, I think you were looking for me. I was just at that photographer studio too. Ugh. I don't know what to do about that guy. Why does everyone believe Sena all the time? She's There's nothing seriously trustworthy about this woman. The worst. She's terrible. So Prince and Parka have this great day. They go home on the bus. Parka's starting to be like, I think I like this guy. It feels like a really good date. Of course. Well, they're on public transit, so clearly yeah. they're so they're in, in love. love. Yeah. And so he goes to get off the bus, and he gets a text message from Sena being like, I'm lonely. Come help me. And so he does. He's such a stupid idiot. He does. So um, basically, he sucks. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Freeze frame. Freeze frame. That's kind of the end of that episode. You are my destiny. I don't think this is the right song. (laughs) So episode eight, the rooftop house is done. So everybody, grandma invites everybody over for a barbecue. Everybody's getting ready to do it. Oh, this is a good episode. This is a good episode. Temu, I cannot wait to get your take on this, suggests that they serve crab Mm -hmm. because he knows that the real grandson is not allergic. Loves them. Loves crabs. Mm-hmm. But he heard Park Ha say once that Prince, Prince. is allergic mm-hmm. to crab. Like, will die. Like, he will die if, he if he's even in the same room. Mm-hmm. So, Tamu's trying to be sneaky and catch him in action. So, he suggests that they serve crab. Soy so, sauce crabs. Uh, Park Ha sees it and sees the Prince going to eat it. Because the Prince he, is like, try me, bro. Right. So, he just <laughs> eats it. He eats a bunch of crab A ton meat. of it. And like a few minutes later, he disappears, and Parka's like, "I should probably go check on him because he ate something." He's probably dying right now. Does anybody have an EpiPen? No. She goes outside. Of course, he's like unconscious. His throat's closing up. He's allergic to this crab meat. So she does what any good Samaritan would do. She attempts to give him CPR. 
unsure if she's qualified to do this. She is not. I think there's a law about doing more harm than good. Yeah, she's probably breaking all his ribs. Not not a thing in Korea. So she's just doing mouth-to-mouth, Megan. There's no pumping of the chest. (laughs) Well, in that case, maybe it did work. (laughs) Well, Sayonat comes out at the same time and sees them kissing. And yes, as one would assume, they're and they're making out. She loses her gosh darn Which mind. is actually, it's good that she thinks they're making out because if she had seen him having an allergic reaction, then she would have told Tamu and then everybody blah, 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 blah. So it's good that it looked like they were having shenanigans. Well, she ends up saving him without the use of an EpiPen. Just Which, her breath is enough. guess your allergy wasn't that bad after all, buddy. Her breath is enough to take away those symptoms. <laughs> it's enough to ward off anaphylactic shock they or should whatever bottle it. <laughs> and maybe we found a cure to allergies. <laughs> Me and Megan's dream. Finally, Jungkook. <laughs> Jungkook, they fixed it. We're going to be okay, baby. <laughs> so he later is like, by the way, I got really fuzzy. I was allergic. And then all of a sudden I woke up and I was awake. And how did you save me? And so she starts describing the mechanics. Oh, love. <laughs> she starts describing the mechanics of mouth to mouth. And this is classic, amazing, hilarious Parky Chun. He starts faking another attack. <laughs> and he's like, can't breathe. Mouth to mouth. And she starts freaking out because she's kind of a dummy. As and she's as like, should we go to the hospital? And then she realizes that he just wants her, he just wants she her. She just wants a kiss. He just wants a kiss. Which, man, if you have to work that hard for a kiss. Uh, I tell you what. So we're, okay, we're almost done, I promise. Parka's mom then is like, hey, you're super cute and young, and I should set you up on a blind date. And Parka's like, real mom. Like well, CEO Jang mom? Adoptive mom. Oh, so, okay, fish, fish market fish mom. Market. <laughs> fish mom. <laughs> fish Step mom. Fish mom. Step mom. Fish mom and flashy mom. Fish and flash. <laughs> so fish. <laughs> Fish is like, hey, don't let your youth go to waste. I got this great catch for you. Which we should also say that. (laughs) Catch. I got this great catch for you. Becca is the queen of puns. I don't know if we've gotten into this. Also, I feel like if it's not clear, Park Ha loves her stepmom. Yeah. Loves her so much. How this woman birthed and raised Sena is a mist. The great mystery of the show, because this woman is fantastic. And so um, Prince and all the F3, <laughs> they're like, hey, we'll help you. So they take her shopping. They do a makeover. Oh, good. Um, Prince pays for everything. It's very sweet. She does look great. She looks beautiful. Mm. So they go on the blind date. He has F3. <laughs> Spy. Follow her. On, on them. So they're sitting at a table like next door, yeah. like at the next table. And it's unclear if she realizes that they're there. It's hysterical. It's, it's so funny. really funny. And so they're constantly texting Park Yu Chun's character what's happening. And it's a, so like that's like a cute, funny concept in itself. But they still talk like they're from the Joe scenario most of the time. So it's like a very formal like, Your Highness, this is this is what's happening. He's just he's pouring her a drink, and it just. It's just extra funny because of how out of place it all it's seems. It's so funny. And Park Yu Chen is creating these images then of like mm-hmm. what's happening, which we all do this, I'm sure. If you if you have FOMO, if you want to be somewhere and you're not somewhere, you picture every single text message is like, it's this amazing thing and I'm missing out on it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, in reality, it's not that great. It's no, fine. No, this guy's fine. <laughs> yeah. Nothing that great is happening. So um, anyway, he finally... They wrap up the dinner. She had a great time. They want to go see a movie. They want to go somewhere else. And Park Chun realizes it. And he's like, no, not on my watch. And so he texts her, you need to get home. It's time to feed the fish. Uh, again, 
<laughs> the prince is planning to marry the princess right. and has no claim staked on right. on Park Ha. But he's just a jerk. Well, like, at this point, he's just being possessive. And Park Ha just takes it as, oh, he needs me. So oh, I God, it is hard to feed fish. <clears throat> and his excuse is that he wants her to teach him how to drive. And there's this great oh, yeah, scene. This is awesome. They're in a car together, and the wind is blowing through their hair, and the windows are down. And then it zooms out, and he's actually in a car that's being towed. She, she's like, <laughs> she's so pissed she's like, at him. You're not. This is not driving. No, yes. it's so funny. And I feel like maybe we're forgetting. Are we forgetting something where like she made a promise to him that she'll do whatever she has to do everything he says? I think so. I or she promised why. to teach him how to drive. But yeah. yeah, he she has to. She's like his servant now. It's I forget so why. Great. And then. Sena, of course, finds this postcard that Parka has had that real grandson drew for her. With a picture of her and, and his initials are on real it. Real grandson, we've said, was an artist or was an aspiring artist. Mm. Sena recognizes the handwriting and the initial and the shadowing, maybe. I don't yeah, know. I know. And so she gives it to grandma, and grandma freaks the F out. And she's like, like what Parka's he's not known really? this the whole time yes and so she slaps Parka mm-hmm. and is like get out of here and that's how episode eight ends i call episode nine everyone hates Parka. oh that's a great name or sena versus the world Ooh, because now we've also got some new foils for our villain mm-hmm. so everyone hates Parka. The grandma's like, you tart, and you approached my grandson, and you're going to, you just want his money, and blah. I think at this point, at this point, has the, has the prince been like, no, I'm really the grandson now, though. I'm not the prince anymore. Does that happen later? I don't remember. Anyway, at some point, we are convinced he's the, I don't know. He knows he's not. Here's where we are. So she, they all hate her, and Sena's like, yeah, I told you, she's terrible. Get rid of her. But then the prince comes in and he's like, it's not about her. It's not about any of this. It's She's here because I like, oh, and the grandma finds out she's living with him. She's like, get the F out of this apartment. She has a meltdown. The prince is like, no, I like her. Genuinely, I like her. Which it seems like he's saying it kind of as like, back off, mm-hmm. get everybody to calm down. Uh, but obviously he does. And Parker's like, oh my God, really? Finally. <laughs> so... Then the grandma is like, no, you cannot be with her. And so Parkout leaves and the prince kneels outside the grandma's window all night. Like that begging for forgiveness thing. It's a real Scarlet Heart Rio moment. Yes. So he's like begging her forgiveness or her acceptance. So while all this is happening, Tamu's dad, illegitimate uncle, is really suspicious of Sena and he kind of threatens her if she doesn't break up with Tamu because Tamu, I think, it asked her to marry him and mm-hmm. she said yes. And Sena's like, I'm not scared of you. I am invincible. And he's like, oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> so then Sena teaches the prince how to play squash, which of course she does. And he's hanging out with the princess and all this stuff's happening and they're at the apartment. And then it gets very Othello because the <laughs> prince has this handkerchief. And Becca and I cannot remember who made that. Either the princess cross-stitched this handkerchief in Joseph Times or the sister did. So, but it's very important to him. We think Park Ha's Joseph era self did it and he kept it because he secretly loved her yes. but like would never admit it to himself. Yes. So he like gives her the handkerchief to put in the laundry. Yeah, she definitely is his servant for some reason. And she kind of like throws it in the pile and is like, whatever. And he's like, it's very important. Don't lose it. She takes a bunch of clothes to get donated. 
She drops the handkerchief. Sena sees it, remembers the prince that it was important, so she picks the handkerchief up. Of course she does. This the most Othello thing since Othello. Mm-hmm. So then the ding dong it's also Parkhouse birthday, so all the ding dongs make her a cake and the blind date tries to bring her a cake and they give it to the Oh, there's this whole other like body or like security guard guy that comes back. I don't even really remember what he's there for, but he's like this mysterious anyway, forget it. <laughs> anyway, then Park Ha comes home. It's her birthday. She wants to celebrate, but the prince is like, where's my handkerchief? And she's like, oh, no, I don't know. Maybe I accidentally donated it. So she goes to the clothing donation thing. He's thrown a fit. She spends all night looking for it. And of course, what happens when we stay up all night? We get very ill <laughs> in Korean dramas. Like, can't get it's out like of bed. When we go outside for too long. If you sit outside get- in the cold for more than 15 minutes, <laughs> you have to be hospitalized. If you stay up all night doing something without taking a break, you have to be hospitalized. She gets sick. She goes to bed. The prince is like, oh, it really wasn't that big of a deal. You really shouldn't have spent all whole night looking for it. I feel kind of bad. So he like orders the ding-dongs to go get him all these ingredients for medicine. He takes care of her and it's really sweet. He really cares. It's romantic. Well, then <laughs> illegitimate uncle guy, Tamu's dad, goes to check on Sena and runs into her real mom, fish mom, leaving her a note, realizes she's been lying about who her mom is. So he threatens her again, and he's like, now I know your secret, and the grandma's definitely not going to like you this. Mm-hmm. So then, to like cover her tracks, Saina immediately calls up the prince. Well, okay. No, that's not true. <laughs> so the prince nurses Park Ha back to health. She's feeling better. He leaves her a it's note. So sweet. It's really sweet because they finally, so it's like, okay, finally yes. they like each other. He knows it too. It's obvious. Yeah. He leaves her a note to meet him under the, like, the Han River Bridge. She gets all gussied up. Well, stupid, dumb, awful, horrible Sena finds the note first or she's sees it like, first. She's got to be so good at Where's Waldo books. Like, she finds oh, she's a detective. She should channel her evil into something productive, like mm-hmm. being a private detective. Yeah, she could make a killing. Or like the CIA. And her uniform would be cool she blazers. Wears, she already has the blazers. <laughs> she has a professional work apparel. So she shows up at the bridge, and she basically is like, hey, remember how you wanted to marry me? That sounds good. <laughs> and the prince is like, wait, for real? I can go home? And sh-? I mean, he doesn't say that, but that's what he's thinking. He's like, cool. So they hug. And there's sweet, sad Park Ha standing. She sees it all go t- down. 10 feet away. <laughs> and they don't notice her. They right don't away. notice her. <laughs> looking like the saddest little puppy in the entire batch. So that's basically the end of episode nine. All right, episode 10, which is the last one we're going to cover. We're only doing the half. So Parka leaves. She's clearly upset by what she has just witnessed. Because this is, you know, like the seventh time she's been ditched for Sena <laughs> to her face by this guy. Well, don't worry, because she comes across an abandoned basketball court. And nothing makes sadness go away like physical activity, especially basketball when you're wearing high heels. <laughs> And Which, also, much like the saxophone, never established that Parka has any interest in basketball. But 
No, also, there's just a basketball laying there. That like, never that happens. never happens in real like life. if I saw a basketball abandoned on a basketball court, I would think that that basketball was haunted or something. <laughs> like, don't pick up that basketball. No, I would be like, this is a crime scene. Or like somebody had, somebody owned that basketball. Someone was here. Or it's a trick and they're trying to trap me by luring me with this basketball, which hot jokes on them. I would never fall for that. I don't want to play basketball. <laughs> well, you can't play basketball by yourself. So the three minions come and they're playing basketball. Did she with call her. them or do they just show up? I think they just show up. I don't really remember Is how they get there. Is it still her birthday? I we think don't so. Even, it's, it's been a long day. So uh, Parka, she's playing with them. Sena and Prince are having a moment. Well, then he leaves and stumbles upon the three and Parka playing and basketball. What makes a guy more jealous <laughs> than you? With three other guys. With three other guys playing, playing a game of big basketball. basketball. <laughs> I hope they were playing like horse or <laughs> pig or whatever. <laughs> you play it and he's in just your like, neck of the woods. No. <laughs> and so they kind of pick teams and then they decide whoever wins can do get a wish or whatever. So Parka and Sporty Guy, is that what we're calling him? Strong guy. Strong guy. They end up winning. And so he, he's like, well, you get a wish. Do what? Do one thing, whatever you want. And so she just walks right up to Prince and just nails him in the stomach. Like, she gives him the hardest feeble punch that her little hand can. So, like, it's probably like a flick. But Which, still. Still, I feel like, why am I sitting here like, oh, that's so romantic. Because <laughs> no. it's, like, that's, she loves him so much. She's so mad she wants to punch him in the gut. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's... That's beautiful. It's romantic. She loves him so much. And like, how does he not know that that means she loves him? Because <laughs> <sighs> they didn't have basketball in Josie and Time. Yeah, they're very confused. Which though. also, how do they know how to play basketball? I guess. Maybe this is another plot hole. I guess it's just like, a, or no, I feel like if you, okay, say I'm an alien. <laughs> yes. And I've never seen basketball. Okay. But you give me a round thing and there's another round thing that's empty. <laughs> In my brain, I'm like, I bet this round, solid round thing goes in that empty round thing. Don't you think you'd just be like, well, they know how to dribble, too. You're right. That's a plot hole. <laughs> it's just like riding a bike. You just know how to do it. It's so satisfying. All right. So the minions take uh, Parka out for her birthday dinner. They buy her gifts. Parky Chun's probably with Sena. I don't remember oh, where he is. Also, they work at that company now. Yes. They, <laughs> they all, all work there together. together. At the, so that's why they have money. And so they're... they're it's really sweet. Like, they're giving her gifts that mean something to them from way back when. Yeah. Or way, way back then, whenever you want pa- to. The past and the past. past and the past. Past, past. And so then they start talking about their families, and you can tell she gets emotional. She starts crying because she can tell how much, like, how much they miss their family. And she, all she's ever wanted is a family. It's very, very sweet. So then they bring up, she says, well, how do you think you can get back home? And they say, well, we have a theory that the prince needs to marry his bride or his princess. And she goes, well, that sounds great. I'll help you. Like, who is she? And they say, it's Sena. And so now she is fully in on, oh, oh you that's guys. why he's doing all this stuff with Sena. I just realized something about the end of the show. Something you just said made me go like, oh. <laughs> I just got it. Is that it. even bigger spoiler? Can you share it? I can't. You can't share it. No. Megan, it's the biggest spoiler. Megan looks like she just discovered the meaning of life. It's somehow this totally went over my head. Wow. I'm glad I could help you. You just solved the show for me. I okay. am so excited. Continue. So uh, they say, say not. So 
again, now say nah is trying to like get on the good side of these three princes or princes, three helpers of the right. prince. So she she suggests another barbecue at their house. So everyone Which nothing prepares. gets me on somebody's side than inviting themselves over for a party for at food. my hey, house. Buy and cook me food and Let I'm me coming come over. to your house. <laughs> then you clean. You take care of everything. <laughs> Here's here's my dietary restrictions. Yeah. <laughs> Good news, I don't have any. <laughs> and so Parkhaw gets annoyed, really annoyed, because why would you not? Well, and the three ding dongs are just sweet ding dongs, so they're like, oh, cool party. This lady's nice. So she, she brought us food. She leaves. She goes to Mimi and Becky's. Is that what their name is? Mimi are? and Becky, <laughs> the downstairs neighbor. Which is funny because we've got. Rebecca here, and my brother called me Mimi before he could say Megan. We are literally Mimi and Becky. Literally, we just put that together before we started the recording. Mimi and Becky. So she goes to their house. They have a bike. They let her borrow it. She just takes off on this bike. She just can't take it. Um, God, of course. Parkha loves bikes. She does. (laughs) For someone without a bike, bike. she loves bikes. So Prince also goes to Mimi and Becky's, I think, and borrows another bike. (laughs) Mimi and Becky rent bikes on the side. And so he takes off after her. Well, he catches up. She's like, go away. They fight. She cries. She yells, go away again. She cries some more. They fight again. It's this whole thing. It's just this back and forth. And then finally, he does go to leave. And she's there's tears are streaming down her face. And she says to herself when he's like just out of earshot, even if you didn't come to see me, I'm still going to like you. So she's like admitting to herself, I really like this guy. I'm just annoyed that say nah, whatever. So she takes out her phone to like make a point and types in, I like you, I love you as a text message, which is like a cardinal no-no. You don't Why do would that. you ever write a fake text? I can't even send forwarded emails at work before I send it to myself so that the only thing I could screw up is accidentally replying all to myself. All to yourself. Yes. Well, of course, she accidentally hits send. And then she, she like buries. Yes, she (laughs) freaks out. She's trying to find the abort button. This scene is great because as goofy as it sounds for us to describe it, you're sitting there like, oh my God, what did you do? do? So she sees Prince stop on his bike and he turns around and he looks at her and he says, we need to sort this out. We need to talk. Which is very mature of him. It is very mature of him. So she's like, did he see it? Or is this just a coincidence? Is he still just like reeling from the fight that we just had? So he goes to buy a beverage, banana milk, I'm sure. Something. Some kind of yogurt-based <laughs> drink with a straw. <laughs> that he can slurp. Which is so cute watching him through the whole thing because he loves him so much. And he's like a giant grown man drinking these like tiny little yogurt drinks. It'd be like a, like a dude drinking a gogurt. It's the best. And so after he goes to get this beverage... She hears the ding ding in his coat. So she realizes the text message has just been received. He left his phone. And he has not seen it yet. So she grabs his phone, opens it up, doesn't know the pin. So she does what any sane woman would do. It makes sense in the moment. She buries his phone in this park. (laughs) She's like digging like as fast as she can. (laughs) So he comes back. He's like, hey, where's my phone? Well, thankfully, there's a million dogs at this park. (laughs) (laughs) These dogs are in it for the romance. Yes. And so they go find the phone. That dog they says, dig it up. I'm going to help you out here, honey. <laughs> you don't think I am, but I am. So he gets his phone, opens it up, sees that he has a missed a miss text from her, and she just gets on her bike and just starts Runs away, pedaling. Which is, again, fast as she can. What I would do. <laughs> it's terrifying. Run away. And so just when we think, okay, she's going to get away with this one, 
He slams his on the brakes. He's like already on his bike. He's already beat her because she's a meek woman, I guess, is what they want us to think. Yeah. He's gotten in front of her bike, slams on his brakes. She has to come to a halt and he looks at her and the look is telling you he's read this text message and then the episode ends. And you're like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> because we're not kidding you. We're going to stop we're right there. stop right there, So too. you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and guess what? I don't remember either. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise for me, too. It's going to be so much fun. Do you remember? I, uh, I yeah, because I, I, I just watched it last week. Yeah, you have watched it mm-hmm. recently. I watched certain scenes today in preparation uh, like I watched the the allergy kiss scene, <laughs> allergy kiss, the mouth to mouth allergic reaction, which would mouth to mouth help at all if you were having an allergic reaction? <laughs> I mean, it's not like you have something stuck in your throat. Okay, here's the thing. It would if your airway was blocked. If you were blowing forcefully enough, it would get air into your lungs, which is but what you, you have want. to like keep because like wouldn't it? Okay, I don't know that much about the human body. <laughs> but an allergic reaction, like you start to swell, right? Your throat swells shut, so which is why you can't So how is blowing breathe. in your throat See, open I'm your airway? I'm not real sure. I'm really, I'm really confused Medical experts it. on this show weren't paying attention to this one. So it was a, um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, it, all that matters is that they kissed and he got to find out the mechanics of mouth-to-mouth he resuscitation. he liked it. Yes. So... All right. I have a game real fast for you. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I got to I got to get prepped. Okay, I am prepped. So, we're going to do a K-drama rom-com Mad Lib. Ooh. So, I'm going to ask you for suggestions. Okay. And then I'm going to read the, the Mad, Mad Lib. Lib. And everyone here is going to find out that I'm not 100% sure what an adverb is. <laughs> Even though I'm an English major. It's not that difficult, I promise. Okay. okay. So, first, I need a male name. It let's, it let's make it somebody you know. An actor, a singer, whoever you want, Megan. Jungkook. <laughs> you want Jungkook? What? I didn't say that. <laughs> you just made that assumption. But that's fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me a revelation. Something that you would discover about yourself or something big that would hit you. Like in um, Rooftop Prince when she, all of a sudden she realizes that Sayna is the one that he has to marry to get kicked back to Josie and the Josie uh, era. Um, it could be he's a famous singer. He's a rock climbing instructor. <laughs> we all know that wouldn't be a... <laughs> Something like a revelation about him. Yeah. He has a twin brother. He's, no, he's 20 years old. He's 20 years old. <laughs> All right. Um, give me a location. Bora Bora. <laughs> oh, Megan. Becca's favorite place. We are going to go there. We are going there. Um, all right. Give me another. Oh, that one. All right. Give me a second male name. <laughs> Ji Chang Wu. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like they'd be good That's friends. Fr- they're both athletic dudes. I need a profession. Spy. <laughs> I need an adjective. A descriptive word? <laughs> Cold. <laughs> that is the perfect descriptive word. All right. All right. Um, all 
right. We're going to try it. Oh, I don't know if that worked. All right, here we go. When Jungkook finds out he's a 20... <laughs> I already can't say it. When Jungkook finds out he's a 20-year-old, his world is turned upside... <laughs> his world is turned upside down. He quits his job. <laughs> he sells his house and moves to Bora Bora on a whim. I like where this is going. He finds out it wasn't what he expected and, <laughs> and must learn to do deal with a new way of life. While dealing with the fact that he's a 20-year-old, he meets Ji Cheng Wook, a spy with a cold attitude towards life. best friends despite their differences suddenly everything changes when jungkook realizes being 20 years old was a complete hoax will he keep his new life or return to his old one dum 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 where do i come into this because i want to be in there i want to be a part of this you can be like the maid yeah i like clean the bora bora (laughs) i'm a scuba diving instructor but i'm afraid of the water I can never go in the water. And then I have to choose between a handsome 20-year-old and a cold spy. I would choose both. I would watch that show. Oh, so there you go. That's amazing. I, I, do you have any suggestions for a name of that show? <laughs> not, Megan's Fantasy not, not 20 again, but 20 again? <laughs> 21 already. <laughs> 21. I want to watch this show. <laughs> All right, that's it for today, that guys. That's great. Uh, uh, remember, we are doing <laughs> K drama therapy. Yes. I promise it's coming. We've gotten some great suggestions. So, mm-hmm. one of our upcoming podcasts here, we will be dealing with all of the topics that people say to you when they find out you like K pop and K dramas and you're just sick of answering the questions or the, the just the comments that you get over and over where you're like all right yeah that's not original yeah. I've, heard, I've heard that one i've heard that many Real times funny. before like all the north korea jokes where you're like yeah that's yeah. a different country so yeah. stop totally different also you're not clever <laughs> so if you have any suggestions uh send them our way and you can find us on twitter at nunia business facebook at nunia business email us becca at nuniabusiness.com Megan at NuniaBusiness.com. And you can also check us out at www.NuniaBusiness.com. That's that's pretty much it. We're on iTunes, Spotify, uh-huh. Podbean. There's another YouTube. YouTube. Check out our YouTube channel. We yeah. do sometimes original videos on top of our podcast. We'd like to do more. We will eventually. But Becca got a job. So I got to kind of get into a routine here in the next few weeks. We and can't then we'll count keep on doing Megan. It. <laughs> I don't know how to operate any of the equipment. <laughs> That's okay. Someday, but. Jennifer. Someday. <laughs> That's from... Okay. Have I said that on the podcast before? I think so, Have yes. I said that to you before? Yes. It's from Back to the Future. Yes. I'm not... If someone named Jennifer is listening, that wasn't a weird joke about you. <laughs> That's from Back to the Future. No disrespect to any of our friends who are named Jennifer. <laughs> we love all of our Jennifers. We love our Jennifers. So, uh, yeah. That's it. So, whether What's it's your, your first episode or... 
Your 25th episode. We are zooming. This is our quarter episode. <gasps> what are we going to do for our 50th? I don't know. Uh, surprise party? I don't know. We're over the hill? <laughs> Somebody, ha- guys, surprise us. Let's let's do an over the hill podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about all K-pop and K, K-drama idols who are over the hill. So anybody older than 23. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> 23. You're being generous. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much.